Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Watch Once Never Again, the podcast where we talk about disturbing movies so you don't have to watch them. I'm Mary Beth. And I'm Dex. And we are here today with a short episode uh, looking at I mean, our animation series, looking at the short film from 2001 called Cat Soup. I, uh, as of the publication of this episode, I am, or I'm back from Montreal, but we didn't record while I was in Canada. So, doing a little short one about a short that uh, fucked me up, and I don't know about you, Dax. Um, I can't believe you didn't say Montreal in a French accent. Montreal. I thought she was a linguist. <laughs> Montreal. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm oh, gonna go what there. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> they're about to like fucking gonna, not let you into the they're country. Gonna, they're gonna close me into the country. <laughs> Stopped at the border. <laughs> fucking punched in the face. To get out like, of here. They're gonna American be like, are, bitch. are you that co-host of that very niche podcast that <laughs> hardly anyone listens to? Um, you're not allowed in. <laughs> you're arrested. <laughs> oh no, she did it again. <laughs> so like I'm trying to fuck up a hairball like a cat. I hate it. I I'm hate so it. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of cats and hairballs, let's talk about uh cat soup. Very um, smooth segue. Thank you so much. Alright, so in cat soup, uh Nayako, the older sister of Nayata, lies very ill in her room. And just for context, these are all cats, like little little animated cats. Um, by accident, Nayata, the little the little cat, drowns in the bathtub and whilst being clinically dead, sees his sister leaving the house with the psychopomp Jiso and follows them. Yes, this is the first sentence of the synopsis. He tries to take his sister back from Jiso, but it holds on to her, refusing to let her go. Nayako splits in two leaving Jisoo with half of her soul while her brother runs away with the other half. Jisoo sends a clue about a flower they must seek to retrieve the lost half soul and then walks away with it. Meanwhile, Nayada's family... <clears throat> Meanwhile, Nayata's father finds him in the bathtub and revives him. The whole family gathers in Nayako's room to discover she is spiritually dead. Nayata approaches, carrying the half soul, and replaces it in her no- into her body through her nose. She awakens now, despondent and semi-catatonic. The siblings are, the siblings are sent by their mother to retrieve fi- fried tofu. On the way, they attend the Big Whale Circus in time for the final act, in which a giant flightless bird containing various weathers causes an all-encompassing flood. They find refuge on a sampan, a boat, with a pig, whom they consensually and partially eat by unzipping his abdomen and pulling out pre-cut slabs. God holds the world above his head to drain its water down his arm, leaving the three lost in a desert. As the cats beat the pigs to death, he bites off Niata's arm. A local doll maker soon appears to sue on a replacement salvage from another cat. Traveling across the desert, they are brought to a house by the smell of food and are invited inside. They are fed, and when the man attempts to turn them into soup, attacking them with a pair of scissors. He ends up falling into the cauldron. Niata cuts him into pieces with the scissors, and the cats escape. <laughs> Wandering further across the desert, dehydrated, Nayata digs and finds an elephant made of water, which cools which cools them off and travels with them. Though the elephant eventually evaporates from the heat, God accidentally stops the flow of time and disrupts space, and the cats play on the time frozen scenes. Father Time turns time back on, shooting it forward and reversing it, showing various scenes of random events either rapidly going forth, back and forth through time. Eventually, the cats find themselves back on their boat in the ocean. After dusk, they drift into a shallow marsh filled with tin sculptures of plants and animals. There, 
by chance they there they chance upon the flower they were seeking nayata places the flower on nayako's face which restores her back to normal then they go back home in the end the entire family of cats are gathered in the house leisurely watching tv nayata leaves them to visit the toilet and while he is gone the other family members disappear one by one into thin air the show on the tv also disappears leaving only a flashing screen behind Nayada returns to find everyone gone. Outside, the nearby lamppost extinguishes, leaving the house in darkness. Finally, the movie also turns off, leaving behind a flashing screen of static before the credits roll. Yep. And I totally understood all of it the whole time. That's... Yep. So what'd you think? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm not letting her pick anything anymore. I just... (laughs) I I have I just I've just, I've discovered that maybe I am too much. <laughs> I my, my taste in movies may in fact be too much. <laughs> I actually um I didn't think that, but I similar along the similar line is um I was thinking like this is such a like perfect example of how different our movie tastes are. Like they they are very similar in a lot of ways. Like we a lot of we like a lot of the same things, um, but then when we like the things that we like that are very different are like very different. <laughs> like, um, and what you find disturbing is very interesting to me versus what I find disturbing, and I'm sure you think the same thing. Like the things that I find disturbing are like probably not as disturbing to you. Yeah. Um, so it's very interesting. It's also interesting because I recently listened to your other podcast, Card for Life, uh, the episode on Alice in Wonderland. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting that Alice in Wonderland's, um, like, upset you so badly that you never wanted to watch it again. And then, like, something like this, I mean, it obviously upset you because you suggested we watch it for this podcast, but... <laughs> It obviously isn't something that is, like, a watched once never again, right? Like, do you like watching yeah. this? I do. I, I, that I sounded just... sn- um, snarky, and I <laughs> yeah, don't mean... Do you I... like watching this? <laughs> like, oh, yes! Just, <laughs> I just meant... Jesus! <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, is yes. this something that you like watching, like, in the way that you like watching, like, rape revenge movies? Like, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that is exactly it. It's like... It, it's weird because it's like, I love adult animation and I love anime. And I think anime has conditioned me to certain things. The animation, maybe. I think I've watched a lot of weird, like, visceral shit with mm-hmm. anime. But then, like, the existential stuff in, like, weird kids' movies... I don't, it doesn't make much sense when I say it out loud, but that's how in my head, I don't know. It's like compartmentalized or something bizarre. Like, who knows? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to make sense. Like, (laughs) it don't make sense. (laughs) It doesn't at all. It's Um, just interesting. And like, then we'll talk about a movie that, the movie that we talked about before this, Watership Down, you'll also hear that movie fucked me up and I never wanted to watch it again. So it's weird. It's like, abstract stuff like belladonna of sadness and cat soup is upsetting to me but there's something that provides me this distance that i can kind of process a little bit better and again alice i mean again alice in wonderland and watership down are not like straightforward films like alice in wonderland is well alice in wonderland but there's something about like the way 
cat soup flows through time and space in a way that is just so fucking unhinged. I, it's something about it, man. Yeah, I guess maybe it is the like experimental nature of it. It kind of removes you. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It removes, or it adds a layer in front of you, so there's, like, a barrier or something. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of those, like, especially, again, Belladonna of Sadness and Cat Soup, it's adults making stuff for adults with animation. And I know that that also is not uncommon, but, like, you know, a lot of animated stuff I watched growing up was, like, geared towards kids. Geared towards kids, Yes ish but it's like i think watching adult animation it's like completely unfettered from like trying to appeal to like younger audiences too i don't know i don't know if i'm making any sense but <laughs> i love this shit it's weird and i like cat cat soup i had seen i hadn't seen the whole thing i'd seen it previously i watched the beginning part where the child cat drowns in the bathtub and like rips his sister's soul in half and then comes back and then everything goes to hell. Um, literally. Literally, everything, like, falls apart. It, and, like, again, this movie, this short does not really have, like, a narrative. The beginning has a narrative that's pretty straightforward to follow. Like, boy drowns in bathtub, gets soul back, and then once they go to the circus and the fucking bird explodes, it's just, like, it's the, it's the artist just, like, having a good time <laughs> with random shit on screen. I think the artist might have been having a bad time. <laughs> So he's known for being pretty, um, like, uh, negative, <laughs> to put it lightly, like pretty nihilistic in his mm. work. Um, so it's not shocking at all, just because I think he's known for having a rather kind of nihilistic, despondent look about things. And uh, the, the director is Tat- Tatsuo Sato. Um, and it's based actually on a manga called Nekojiru. But uh, I don't think it was not that negative. <laughs> he took a very a well-known uh, manga and gave it uh, kind of a fucked up twist. It, it kind of reminded me of like, um, it was like the Smiths of anime. Like it looks, <laughs> it looks really inviting and cutesy. And sounds, like, kind of cute, but then when you actually, like, see what they're saying, you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> girlfriend in a coma, what's going on here? Um, that's what this kind of reminded me of a little bit. It also, it reminded me of this video game I used to have. Like, uh, it was called Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> oh, I, oh, yeah, oh, Par- yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know who Parappa the Rapper is. <laughs> Um, Parappa the Rapper walked so that Post Malone could run. Anyway. It's true. I fully agree <laughs> with that statement. Um, I personally, I didn't find the short film to be disturbing, but when I just looked up, like, who the fuck created this? Um, that kind of disturbs me a little bit. Did you ever look into the manga that this is based on? Yeah, tell me more though. What you look, what you saw. I've but I've done a little bit of looking into it. I mean, I didn't get to see that much, but um, the original creator is named Chiomi Hashiguchi. I think is how you say mm-hmm. it. Um, and my apologies if that was like incorrect, but 
Um, she's a pretty interesting person to me. Uh, allegedly, at least according to Wikipedia, her first word when she was a baby was idiot. So <laughs> I like her. Um, but unfortunately, she died by suicide in 1998. And that actually, like, kind of recontextualized what I watched. Yeah, and it, well, it's interesting because, like, he, well, I'm trying to see. So she wasn't, but the thing is, like, she, the story is by her, but the the actual screenplay and the movie aren't by her. It's just based on her characters, which is even weirder. Because right. it's not, like, but it's interesting and kind of makes sense, though, that she is connected to it in that way. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, well, having that context, it makes a lot more sense and that they were able to tap into that kind of, like, much darker side of the characters. Because, like, mm, yeah. these two these two kitten characters were beloved by loved by, like, kids. Like, they were, I don't know, not, I think, a little bit more adult than, like, Hello Kitty, but I think it was a similar vibe in terms of the popularity. Yeah, are they supposed to be, like, some sort of twisted version of that? I don't know exactly if it's twisted or if it's just, like, is it a... Pr- probably twisted. And, again, knowing this artist and knowing the little bit I do about her, I wouldn't be surprised if it's meant to be, like, a twisted play. But I'm not actually sure when Hello Kitty, like came into being yeah i really know nothing about oh that. That she, okay was... created in 1975 so she's so it must i wouldn't be surprised if it was like a play a play on hello kitty it always like weirds me out when i watch something and then i find out later that that creator like died by suicide mm-hmm. like the same thing happened with well similar because i really liked um this movie demon and um because you know i'm like a a folk horror bitch you um Hmm. yeah (laughs) do you ever see demon no i believe it's a polish movie okay um and i haven't i haven't seen it since it came out but i remember really liking it and I remember thinking it was just so dark, but I didn't know what about it. Like, I mean, it's a it's kind of a horror movie, so it's dark regardless, but um I like looked it up afterwards and I was like, "Oh, the person who like made this movie like died by suicide." And it like really creeped me out. I don't know, it made the movie so much scarier, and it's not that like I'm afraid of that like at all I've had to deal with that many times in my life it's like I don't know what about that like freaks me out so badly but yeah um when I was when I was just um before you you came onto the call I was like looking into this and I was like I don't know why that like really like upsets me like I I mean it's oh interesting no but But like it adds it adds even more to the movie it it added a layer because I I'll be honest when I was watching it I was like this isn't for me like I don't like it I don't think I think where you really like um that added barrier that experimental like animation gives Mm -hmm. you um I don't like that okay off-putting okay and i'm like a very like direct like just say what you're saying 
Yeah. I like I like a metaphor or whatever, but like <laughs> but Mitch loves a metaphor. Where it's like experimental is kind of it often loses me cuz I'm just like, all right. Come on. Yeah. Get it together. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, fair. I It's not I, that it's I totally bad. get it's it. No, I taste. but I get it. Exactly. Like and it's weird because sometimes exper- like experimental live action films annoy me. But the and I, something about the animation, maybe it's just like pretty colors. Maybe it's as simple as that. <laughs> but like something about experimental animation just makes my turns on a weird center in my brain that makes me go. That was my that was a horrifying sound that I just made. What You're the fuck is wrong with me today? <laughs> full of them today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. And what's really funny about us saying that is that, like, experimental live-action films are almost always, like, a hard pass. Okay. But I will watch... I'm more open to, like, an experimental animated film. But as you can see, I don't watch a lot There's just, like, so much more you can do, and I think you can just do so much more with the body and form and scale, and I just... If you're going to make something fucking weird and mind-blowing make it animated so at least i can like look at a lot of cool you can really play like full like go full into like playing with that stuff i think yeah i'm gonna sound really like lowbrow right now but i find like a lot of live action um live action experimental films pretty pretentious because they are yeah so i think that's why i am more open to it with an animated film because it's like okay but it's like animated so like yeah it makes sense that it's gonna be all wild like fucky and weird (laughs) yeah animation it's fucky and weird (laughs) yeah i this wasn't my favorite but i didn't like hate it and knowing the background of it um makes it interesting to me yeah. and I I might go back and rewatch it and kind of like I don't know just see what was going on what was going on in everybody's heads I didn't look into the, the director at all yeah there isn't um, I mean he's just like a pretty prolific uh director like Japanese I, I am not that familiar with him he's done a lot of stuff that I'm not familiar with but he's done a lot and like the more the more typical anime space, like narrative shows and stuff like that. Like he has a more conventional career besides cat soup. I'm almost positive. But yeah, so before, you know, it's only a 30 minute movie, so it's short, but I just wanted to touch on a couple moments in the short that kind of like really got to me because, you know, we talk about the movies being disturbing and what we find disturbing. And so, I mean, this movie is essentially a mo- like about a brother and a sister and how much a little brother loves his big sister and what he'll do to essentially take care of her. And I think one of the moments that like how do I put it? Like the moment one of the moments that really got to me and it's like not that shocking, but it's when they're riding on the back of this pig that is carrying them through the desert and they just start hitting his head and little bumps grow up on it and they cut the bumps off and then they eat it and then the little little cat the the brother cat vomits and then they start beating him to death and the sister who has at this point really done nothing like very much is not really anything other than like a per like she's barely a person gets up and starts 
kicking, like starts beating up the pig too. And for some reason, that in my head was just like, what in the shit is this fucking movie? Like, I'm trying to keep all the threads together about what kind of what we're doing here. But now the cats are just beating up the one person they have with them and eating them and then leaving them in the desert. And then the next is like a vignette about them going to find a water elephant. And it's just like, this movie is such a barrage of images and things that are just weird and I wish I knew what exactly like was happening other than just like the cruelty of existence and maybe that really is just it especially after talking about um the creator of the the creator of the characters it's just like something about that was incredibly off-putting to me yeah I found that very rude (laughs) (laughs) I know just like you're you're around his back and beating the shit out of him come on now it's and like, they I guess had it... already, like, taken out part of his abdomen, right? And eaten yes! It. They, were, they fried it and then fed it to him. Yeah, that was rude. And then I think the other part, the, we have the part where it's the titular cat soup moment, where the, the cats are placed in soup by this creepy old man. And he leaves and comes back, and he's dressed in, like, bondage gear and has... Not a dildo necessarily, but look, he puts on an outf- a, a sexual outfit and looks, I got like this into my head that he was, if this is like some kind of weird visual metaphor for like him trying to molest the kids, the cats, and they escape and kill him and save themselves by cutting off all of his, ar- his arms and legs. I also might have just been like projecting weird, like too much onto it, but that part really fucked me up because I was like, wait a second. I and I looked. I just saw horrific child molestation in that segment of the film. I didn't um, get that from it, but I also just didn't know what was happening. <laughs> you know, so, you know what? So fair enough. I that get it. Very well, been what was going on? I was just like, well, that's weird. <laughs> oh, they keep cutting people up in this movie. That's weird. Yes, it's very weird. (laughs) And normally I'm very good at, like, close reading, like, films. But I think at a point when it is experimental, there's a point where I'm just, like, if even if you, like, blink and you miss one little thing, it's, like, gone. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, well, exactly. And, like, this movie, it it isn't... And I was close... I always read Letterboxd reviews after to be, like, what... what, Because I'm curious. And it's a lot of people being, like... I love it because it's so fucking weird, but doesn't, but it doesn't make any sense. And people saying, I hate it because it's so weird and doesn't make any fucking sense. So it's like, again, it, does it is... make sense. I think it makes sense. Well, yeah. I, I guess a lot of, like, the... Like, the parts with, like, the guy boiling the cats. Like, it make it oh, try, yeah. people, like, not understanding, like, the connecting thread of what's happening. And again, I don't think there really is one. I think it's just, like, look at all this crazy shit with the frame of these cats might be dead. Um, yeah, they have to go to, like, the land of the dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, and I, I I picked this, I picked this what I picked this because I thought it would be a really interesting pairing with Watership Down, which is the episode before this one, and because it's, like, anthropomorphic animals, and I also thought, like, Cat Soup was a, a short film that I knew about and I had seen part of that I thought would really fit well into this discussion, um, because I think this, 
Watership Down is not experimental, and Gerber the Fireflies, which is our last movie, is not. So this is our last, like, fully experimental weird thing um, for this uh, little segment of the show. Which I'm personally very excited about. <laughs> what, for it to be over or to watch Grave of the Fireflies? Um, not for it to be over, but for the experimental stuff to you know, like, quiet down. That's fair. It's just You're... overwhelming to me. That's fair. That's fair. I appreciate your patience with me on this journey I've taken you through disturbing animation. <laughs> it really has, like, opened my eyes, though, to things that, one, I I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Even stuff I want to watch. Like, I specifically asked to watch Watership Down um, because I knew if we didn't do it on the podcast, I just wouldn't watch it, even though I wanted yeah. to watch it. No, I know what you mean, though. I use podcasts as an excuse to watch. Like, this podcast. I'm like, oh, cool. I know the movies I'm probably going to have to watch for this that I'll never watch, so I won't watch them yet because I know I'll probably have to watch them but inevitably to talk about on the show. <laughs> yes. I do that all the time. There's like all a the time. few movies that I always scroll by. And I'm like, not yet. <laughs> I know. I think the same thing. I'm like, soon, my soon, my friend. Soon yeah. Or I or I or I have already seen them and I'm I like want to rewatch them, but I'm like I can't yet because I know we're gonna watch it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I'm well. I'm I'm glad that I can at least show you some of the stuff, that, the weird stuff that I like, and you get sort of the unconventional on top of the more conventional. So, and I will. It honestly, it, it honestly <laughs> has like um, given me more like insight into, like I said, like what you consider disturbing, and a little bit into your brain, um, and just like Oops. your personality. <laughs> because like, <laughs> um something the listeners might not know is that we've never met in person no i think the first time i'm gonna meet you is at your wedding that's the first time terry's gonna meet me is at my wedding and i'm gonna meet terry then there are multiple people not multiple it's you terry and my coworker josh they there are three of you coming that i have never met in person which sounds That's psychotic, so like, when I was a high schooler, I would have been like, she's a fucking psycho, but now it's like, no, 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 like, I know these people a lot, and talk to them all the time, <laughs> just, like, physically have not interacted, but I know that they are not crazy. Hopefully, I don't know, maybe you're insane. Well, well. <laughs> but, like, in a scary way, not, like, in a, oh, cool, I like you kind of way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're kind of all colleagues in a way, you know? We are. I mean, we all are. I, I, I think I so because like you know terry it's not like you're gonna be like you guys have talked so yeah it's interesting yeah. so weird we so weird so bizarre anyway what if, what if terry came on the show what would the listeners do then they'd be like yeah fuck yeah i love terry they'd be like cool one-stop shop one-stop shop which is... <laughs> i don't know if terry no he'll watch a couple he'll watch disturbing stuff he's he'll do it He's got it in him. I know. He's it. got it in him. Oh, he definitely. Do. Oh, he's watched some crazy shit. He just isn't a masochist. He's not like a masochist like we are. Yeah. I'm still absolutely dying that two movies you have been like, I cannot let her pick movies anymore. I literally said it out loud again. I was like, never again. This is no. I win. 
there's not a competition, but I've decided that I <laughs> You do win. And that's also not true. I'm, t- I'm totally going to let you do this Oh, again. no. Oh, no, no. I just think it's fucking hysterical of all the things <laughs> we've watched so far and, like, the weird things we have shown each other. I'm glad that Cat Soup and Belladonna of Sadness were the ones to be like, honey, what the fuck? Because <laughs> truly, you could have called the police on me for making you watch all of those Lars von Trier films in a row. You I could have. have. I mean, like, I could have. I would have deserved like, it. I, I'm glad I did. I am glad I did. I still think about Dancer in the Dark all the time, though, so I, I am mad at you for that. <laughs> it's a good movie, though. That movie is seared into my brain. Yep. It's a good movie. It just makes me very upset. Um, yep. Anyway, <laughs> so this was cat, this was Cat Soup. Um, enjoyed this shorter episode, but we are back next week with our final episode in the animation series, uh, Grave of the Fireflies, um, I have not seen Grave of the Fireflies because I have avoided watching it for my whole life, and I knew we were going to watch it for this podcast, so this is what this is like the moment for me to finally see this. You're going to hate me probably, Dax. Um, it's really, really sad. It's not abstract or anything, but it's about the bombing of Japan. So, like... Yeah, I actually... Um... If I had requested two films instead of just That's, the one, I would have requested this movie. I've never seen yes, it. You requested this one. You also requested another one that's similar. The Wind Also Blows. I've seen that movie before and I can't even fucking remember. But a similar animated movie about nuclear war. war and I wanted to, I'm selfishly watching the one that I haven't seen because I, I, I want a reason to watch it and make myself sad. Well, I haven't seen either of them, so um, I do always hear that Grave of the Fireflies is, like, horribly sad, um, to the point where it does, like, make people not ever want to watch it again. So I'm weirdly excited to watch it, but a little scared. I know, (laughs) me too. I know. I know. Um, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, so we'll see. (laughs) It'll be fine. Yeah, and then I'm... we'll we'll talk about our next series at the end of next week's episode. Yeah, you guys can't know yet because we have to know first. <laughs> We've and talked we about it. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely talked about it. Wow, Jim Carrey? Was that you? Oh my god, Marielle. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't stand you. I know. It's great. <laughs> making Yelling about Montreal in the worst accents possible and making you watch experimental animation about cats cutting people to pieces. I imagine Steve just hears you just saying Montreal like over and over oh. in his fucking accent. And he's probably, uh, that's not even like, he's, that's normal. My favorite is when he walks behind me when I'm watching some of the shit for, like, for any of the shit I watch at any point. For this podcast, for anything I do. He's just like, I mean, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't watch it with me because why would, like, not why would he, but like we are watching stuff consistently that is fucking upsetting, and he doesn't—he's not into that like we are. So he's normal. I hate, I hate so that he, we're—I hate that we're into that. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Quote, Sorry, I said that. that. <laughs> but it's kind of true. Yeah, <laughs> when you were saying that, I'm like, oh, so he's a normal movie watcher. <laughs> Got it. 
so I'm weird. So I'm the fucking weird one in this situation, <laughs> is what you're telling me. Yes, the answer is yes. Something is wrong with us, fundamentally. He doesn't purposely upset himself all the time to you, test I, his own limits. He's like, I what see. Are you, what are you watching? Oh, and explain it. He's like, why do you want to watch that? I'm like, and it's, it was Dancer in the Dark. And he's like, as a kid, it's like two and a half hours long. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's like, what are you watching? And you're like, Tetsuo. <laughs> the Iron Man. <laughs> Just girly things. Just girly things. <laughs> I'm watching August Underground. How about you? <laughs> More <Ooh. of> <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I still oh got god. it. Oh my god. I'm not an edge lord, I swear to God. I just don't have any other hobbies. Um, anyway. I actually think it is funny that we aren't edgelords and no, we I, are hosting this. I think it's for the best for society. I, I honestly also think it's for the best for society. We're not like, hey, look, she threw up on herself. Like, we're like, uh, what the fuck? We don't need this in society. I like weird shit, but we don't need that. <laughs> I made I made an iceberg with all this shit. I like iceberg or glacier or whatever the fuck. I'm like disturbing movie glaciers. Eh, I'm an asshole. Wow, jeez. <laughs> I actually like watching those on YouTube. Anyway. No, I meant, I just meant more like trying to one up each other. I am fascinated because a lot of them I'm like I don't even want to look for that because if I do I'm on a watch list. Yeah, hell no. Like, hell I'm not no. Watching that shit? Are you kidding me? Like video number six 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 from hell? I'm good. Like no, yeah, I don't need it. If it's not, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, if it's not, like, a narrative film in some way, like, yeah, I, this is a loose interpretation of a narrative film, <laughs> Cat Soup. But, but like, it, it has a story. Anim- it's also animated. Like, it's not, like, <laughs> yeah. did this man actually kill this woman? Like, is this a snuff film? Like, the animation, you can at least be like, okay, no one was hurt, probably. <laughs> yeah. That was you Cat know? Soup, everybody. Thanks for listening to Watch Once Never Again, where we talked about... We went from talking about animated cats to, we're not edgelords, we swear. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, guys, thank you everyone for listening to Watch Once Never Again, uh, where we go on tangents and also talk about movies because you guys love to hear it and hear our weird ass opinions on things. Um, it's our show. And not yours. <laughs> appropriating Trixie and Katya wherever I go. Um, Have we determined which of us is Trixie and which is Katya? No, I don't think so, but I think for especially animation, I'm Katya and you're Trixie. (laughs) I think that might be true. I think that's true for everything. (laughs) Not not to, yeah, I feel like Katya. I'll accept it. Cool. Good. I'm glad. I mean, it's it's a win-win for me. For me. But I definitely feel more like Katya. I just like my chaotic weirdness. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Uh, well, everyone, you can find us on the internet, Twitter specifically, at Wona Podcast, at W O N A Podcast on Twitter, where you can talk to us and tell us what other movies we'd be talking about. You can also email us that stuff, Wona Podcast at gmail.com suggestions thoughts all that good stuff uh and concerns 
roast. Roast me in the emails. Um, but you can also follow two of us. Uh, you can get more of my chaotic bullshit on Twitter at MB McAndrews. And I'm at Daxy Bobbin. So thank you everyone so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.